Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show talking about G.I. Joe. What a what a novel concept. This is the Deke era, season two of the Deke era, and we just keep churning right along. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I think you More meant churning chair. them out or chugging along. Ch- churning along. You said churning them out. Yeah, we, we churn them out like a, like a churner, something that churns. Like butter? Yeah, like butter. We we churn them out like butter. Because every one of these episodes is velvety smooth. That's how you would describe butter? Velvety smooth? Don't you? Are you sure <laughs> you say, you're eating butter? You hear somebody's <laughs> voice and they say, oh, it sounds like butter. He's it's like smooth. It's delightful. He's just eating it's... velvet. Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> That's weird. What are your names again? I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Abolito. And today we are talking about a very special episode, maybe the best one uh, that we've seen besides the Christy Marks ones, El Dorado and the City of Gold. Guys, Wait. this episode did not suck. Do you do the both of you really think that? I thought oh, it was absolutely. solid. Yeah, this, this is was... a solid episode. Ugh. What? Trash. You're crazy. This, okay, well, this was on par. With... I... All right. I... I knew Gina would like it because I was like, oh, ghosts. But uh, <laughs> any other right thinking person would be like, what is this? Ugh. Oh, I'm sure Correct. any other right thinking person. So I don't know why you thought I would feel that way. <laughs> Dude, it had everything that you should like. It had bats in it. It had ghosts. Thank you. Thank it you. had uh, the lost city of gold. Kind of. Kind of. Bats and goats. Yeah. Where was there? A bats goat? and goats. Bats and goats. Ghosts. And some goats. Ghosts makes more sense. Okay. Back on board. Uh, yeah, this is a very solid episode of television, and I was perfectly happy with it. And if this is the level of quality we're going to get the rest of the way, I'm not mad about season two of the Deke era so far. Season two is, is uh, their batting average is pretty good so far. Comparatively what speaking, have we seen so far? What have we seen? Well, there have well, been three episodes of season two so far, right? Well, no, because isn't this one out of order? Yeah, so I'm going to pretend like we've seen it. <laughs> we are not going to pretend. Oh, okay. Wait, so the first one was good. The season premiere was good. The second one was terrible. Well, it we wasn't got the, terrible. Well, we it got the Eliminator awful. was the first episode. 
Um, and that was fine. And then we had the uh, the channel, which was fine. I mean, except channel for was some terrible. Channel was good for the first like three minutes. Yeah, it was good for a little bit. And then we had the sword, which through the magic of podcasting, we haven't actually watched yet. Chan told me not to pretend. But even even <laughs> uh, worst case scenario, we're operating at fifty percent, which is way better than season one of Deke Era GI Joe ever no, did. You. You can't take say that three minutes of an episode being good makes the whole episode good. That no, is, no, I'm saying even if you even if you say that episode was bad, episode one was good, episode two was bad. We don't know about the sword. No, we then- know about the sword. We watched it before, obviously, and we've already done a <laughs> podcast about it, so we're we know. Just, we're okay, good. Then it was people. bad. It was bad. Thirty-three percent, still a higher percentage than Deke season one. No, but I'm I'm just saying, even if even if episodes one and we just watched episode four, even if episodes one and four were great, two and even if two and three are bad, yeah. that's still fifty percent. I mean, that's a good point. It's a good point. We had to watch like thirty episodes of of series one or of of season one of Deke era to get even one good one. So I'll take this. Yeah, fine. This this it's is a better win. than season one. <laughs> That's as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> well, let's. So uh, has the theme song? Has it, so first off, guys, cold open. You, you guys are on board with the cold opens, right? Like this has been I pretty like, good. I do like cold opens. Yeah, I mean uh, they're they're okay. They're pretty good. Yeah, uh, I like it just as a storytelling thing. Uh, it's so much better than just opening with a theme song and then launching into whatever. It kind of gives you a chance to think about something or where is this going and keep you on board. I don't know. I, it's good for me. I mean, we, we get to see conquistador skeletons right off the bat. Love it. I mean, like, you I give me conquistador skeletons. Be, I thought it was going to be set dressing, and I was like, well, that's dumb, but whatever. I, but, I uh, also thought that. I was like, it's weird that those skeletons are standing up. It's weird that there's random skeletons in a, in a cave. But then guys, when it turned out not to be, I, I liked it. They were setting the scene. The thing we've learned about Deke is they don't spend any extra dollar that they have to. So the fact that those skeletons appeared at all, yeah. that they were going to be involved in the show. Yeah, you knew oh. it wasn't set dressing. They love Chek- empty walls on this Chek- show. Chekhov's bones is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Chekhov's conquistador skeletons. If you they went a, off if in you, the third act. If you see a bone in act one, it's got to be boning by act three. Oh, God damn it, Gina. God damn it. Skeleton sex? What? Did I miss? Did, did you send me a different link? Did I watch a different cartoon entirely? That would that would make sense why you didn't like it as much as we did. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think they all be took into off it. their clothes and had sex. Cobra <laughs> Commander still wearing the mask, but everything else naked. I mean, I assume that's already been made somewhere. Oh, it oh, absolutely is. We'll post it on your wall later. Uh, please don't. Please don't do that. Don't do that at all. I would Google, not care Google, for that. Google, 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 Google. G.I. <laughs> Joe pornography. Oh, my God. Moving oh, forward, because so that many. has to exist. Yeah, I'm there's sure. so much. Uh, okay, so we get introduced to a character named Grunt, who I swear Grunt was uh, an, an old character who they're bringing back, but he looks and his costume and everything is exactly like General Hawk from the waist up. So uh-huh. that really threw me for a loop because I was like, why is Hawk running around with a different voice and and a new name? Like, it, Okay, it was I, was, weird. I was curious if we knew who he was. Yeah, I want to say, and I, I could have this totally wrong, but I swear Grunt was like one of the first, like, first first gi joe characters he wore all green uh, and he had a similar outfit to like clutch and uh breaker and them and stealer 
uh, as well. And he was kind of just a generic. He was like the generic Joe. Like if a general issue uh, guy or, you know, the nameless Joes that run around, if one of them got promoted to slightly better than that, he would be grunt. Okay. So, but he, uh, uh, it was that, that was a little weird. Cause at first I'm just like, oh, it's Hawk. Why is he flying around? But it wasn't. So they're in Peru. All we right. learned that. And the one thing is they're flying around. Cobra's attacking him while he's in his jet. And he's by himself, which is weird. And he all of a sudden does a shout out to fans of all, of all things sewing. Okay, sewing fans, thread. Okay, sewing lie. fans, thread this. Oh, I, I missed thought that. that was oh, a good joke. And I actually marked that that uh, um, I would play. Except that you brought it up. So at least two of us, <laughs> at least two of us agreed that that was a fun joke. So you're saying 30 seconds into the episode, you're still on board, Chan. I hear that. I'm Again, it. three minutes out of 20 <laughs> does not make a good episode. Interesting. I mean, that's an interesting take. Uh, I don't even mind. So he ends up uh, he ends up destroying the Cobra planes, but they end up hitting him. So he ends up crashing and he ejects and they start shooting at his parachute, which is rude. And they hit him, and so they he kind of ducks into a cave. He kind of just like scoots right into a cave as he's falling. And it he's turns got a out sweet hang glider parachute, which is uh, uh it was kind rad. Of a neat I idea. Buy it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, I, I would, I, yeah, I would stick a Joe on one of those and throw it across my yard, mm-hmm. and then lose both it and the Joe. <laughs> oh, definitely, <laughs> they'd be gone in the creek. Um, and so he ends up sliding into a cave where now you see the conquistador bones, uh, pre boning. And he finds himself uh, at the lost city of El Dorado, the city of gold. And that's the cold open. Like, that's strong. That starts a strong, right, Gina? Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I want to see more. Like, I'm 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 on board. I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This this cold open is solid. Yeah, it gives us a great premise. It sticks us in the middle of it. You literally will ask the question, what is going to happen next? And then they will proceed to sort of answer it. <laughs> Also, I ta- I chatted this to you guys. This episode has a has a great tagline, which we will we will get to in a second. But if tagline, I okay. if I described this episode to someone in one sentence, they I I I will fight you to find someone who isn't on board. Yeah, the premise is strong. I really like. Uh, I didn't get a, a glimpse at who wrote this episode, but I'm here for him. This was good. This was a good idea, and it was a decently executed. Fine by me. Fine by me. Chan, you agree? <laughs> yeah, let me let me see if I can um, recreate that uh, tagline for you. Ghosts and grunts and uh, brown people are primitive. Quack. Oh, Chan. I, how close was I? How close was Not I? Not close <laughs> at all. Not close mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were kind of close. First you of were all, conquistador ghosts possessing uh, battle android troopers. Or how about this? Pizarro wasn't such a bad guy. To protect the lost city of gold. No, he turns out to be a villain in the end. I mean, in he does the turn. End, he does a heel turn. If Hitler's ghost showed up and it was like, hey, guys, I've been dead for a while, but want to hang out? And a G.I. Joe said, yeah, I do. Let's go, man. I would question... I would question that Joe's integrity. No, I because, don't know because that's that's what's so that's what's so diabolical about him is that he he's making himself out to be the good guy. Yeah, and then and then halfway through you realize, oh no no no, he's not. And then the brown guy has to come and save the day, and he's the hero. Yeah, uh, what I their primitive spirit deity thing. 
But we'll uh, talk about that. We'll talk about that to come a for sure. Intelligent man, you just added the word primitive for t- and and insulted him. Yeah, Chan. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we cut uh, after the opening credits. We call uh, Grunt's calling into the base, and he sees a ghost. He see and and this is what I, I amazing. This he is one of the what? things he sees a what he sees a goat. He sees a what? No, he sees a go, 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 ghost. Yeah. I believe uh, that's the proper pronunciation. We've done this long enough. Uh, <laughs> what I appreciate here is he rec- the ghost says, hi, I'm Pizarro, uh, or something to that effect. And Grunt with the pole, he goes, oh, I thought you died in 1519. Yeah. Like, who the I, F would know that? Here's the thing. I, I very much appreciate this because kids would not know this. And, yeah. instead, and there was like two ways that they could go with this. He could have said who and, and he could have said, oh, I'm a famous explorer. You might know me from blah, blah. But instead, the character playing at the top of his intelligence laid down that knowledge. And then yeah. he even brought it and, and joked by saying, yeah, I'm Ulysses S. Grant, which mm-hmm. then plays into a great grunt joke mm-hmm. that later on Pizarro calls him Ulysses S. Grunt. I was into it. Yeah, I just like what a great reference level on Grunt. This is a guy to be taken seriously as a character. And if also, he's okay, bring us top he, history knowledge. I'm in. He looks dumb and he sounds dumb. So I yes appreciate yes. the fact that they played against type. I do not doubt that every single J.I. Joe watches History Channel incessantly. <laughs> but again, <laughs> if he's smart enough to know it's 1519 and not just like, uh, like early 1500s or something or whatever, man then he knows what Pizarro did and he knows that he shouldn't go palling around with a dude who murdered thousands of uh, uh, South Americans. But right now he's his only hope. He's, he's out. He's got, he's got Cobra at his gates and he's, he knows he's stuck inside. So he's not, he's not saying let's give each other hand jobs in the corner. He's (laughs) saying, okay, I, I need to do this because I gotta I gotta get one over on Cobra and if I don't have this cave to hide in I am dead. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is uh, the kids running away from bullies in the street and runs into the haunted house and is like whoa dude and then the ghosts go like I'm gonna murder you and he's like okay yeah but first could we like I don't know team up against these bullies or something. He Say, he doesn't want to murder him. He wants he wants to, you know, like he wants to get one over on Cobra with him. No, like I actually he, give Grunt a lot of credit in this moment because Pizarro comes out and he's basically like, yo, you want the city of gold. That belongs to me. A dubious claim, but he makes it all the same. And Grunt says, well, I'm happy leaving. But if I leave, these other dudes who are more powerful than me are going to come in and take the thing. Let's work together for a common interest. And in the moment, Grunt is the smartest G.I. Joe yes. maybe we've ever seen in the Deke era. Yeah, this is tactical. I will give Very you this. Very tactical. Uh, he, do- he does uh, manage to turn it around and uh, save his own skin. I don't know how much he cares about these treasures that of course do belong to uh the country of peru but they belong to the spaniard pizarro and his crew thank you chan let me let me (laughs) let me see how you are when you've got a bunch of dudes who want to murder you not school bullies they want to murder you and you're you're trapped in a cave i don't think you're going to be debating the ghost on who the treasure belongs to in that moment i mean if you consider um a local ralph's during this quarantine time, <laughs> like like a cave, which I do, yeah, uh, yeah, being being chased by people that are trying to murder you, which I do. Uh, you know what? If a ghost showed up in the pastry, I was like, oh, 
<laughs> do you want some flour? I'd be like, you know what? I don't I don't necessarily trust where you're going with this. You being uh, uh, an undead horror and all. <laughs> an undead horror that made a point to try to help you get your groceries. I say, you would thank take you, that Mr. Flour. Ghost. Yeah, you yeah. take the flower. You would you take, take that the- flower, Chan. I know you. Uh, n- no, no, no. Haunted flower. It's going to open up and be like ghost weevils and shit. And like, <laughs> it, no, a ghost hand you a, a, a bag of flour. Don't open it because there's more ghosts in there. We yeah, all know why that, I open right? it. We no, all into it. That. No, ghosts would keep the ghost flower. They give away the good flower. They have no use for good flower. They keep the ghost flower. So they can and to be fair, Bizarro's not exactly evil. giving away the gold, so I don't even know where this analogy is going. <laughs> it's off so I'm going to move forward. Bizarro tells his story, and his story of great deeds, his story of triumph, his story of uh, conquering and finding uh, this completely undiscovered before city of gold. Who just left this gold city here? <laughs> must, <laughs> oh, must be mine. Must be a naturally occurring phenomenon. Um, and I think Grunt actually handled this situation. I even wrote here. He handled this situation phenomenally well. I'm very happy with the way Grunt turned it, made it work for him, and even found a temporary ally in this a dark, dark moment. Yeah, I'm I'm Team Grunt. When I first saw him, I was not, based on looks alone, Yeah, I thought I was not going to be a fan. But much like that situation he handled it well and he turned it around yeah so he, uh, he's smart i like him we we learned the story as bizarro found this city of gold with his crew his four four dudes and he mistakenly touched the giant gold disc in the center of the town and a mighty incan spirit came out and uh blew out blew him out <laughs> blew blew out the uh, this is blew a little him, bit confusing blew to him me. and his friends he blew him and his friends but then it was the eruption was so hard that <laughs> it, it caused a cave in which caused the mouth of the cave to uh, uh you know fall in cave in and then they starved to death which is weird because where the town is and where the city of gold is there's clearly sky <laughs> And there's clearly openings in mountains. I feel like they could have just gone that way and gotten out. Yeah. It was a weird point because they kept cutting to like bright, st- bright clouds and sky uh, behind them. And <laughs> the whole time I'm like, look, there's a whole area over there that doesn't look that tall. Pizarro, are you sure you you didn't just get stubborn and, ch- and decide only one way was the right way? Uh, I just like that he stays there. And is still like still wants this treasure, even though he's a ghost. Yeah. Like I don't I'm know what he's going to spend it on. To suspect because like the uh, the actually now that I think about it, I was going to say that I think the skeletons still had all their armor on, so maybe they just couldn't climb out because they were too dumb to take off their armor. But oh, okay. no, they took they they, uh, they don't have any uh, armor. They only had their helmets on which means all four of them died in that cave <laughs> wearing nothing but a helmet. So I think if we circle back around to uh, the ghost giving Grunt a hand job, yeah, there's a real solid chance that that's what uh, he was going for. Circling back to a circle jerk. Yep. Guys, I think you two are way more into ghost porn than I ever had realized before this moment. Uh, post Just, it on his wall. Post it on your wall. Just doing the math here, man. This is... This is not any interest of mine. I'm just like logically figuring this out. So okay. I, so far, I think this episode is pretty dope. And pretty now good. it's about to get a hundred times doper. Yep. 
Because what happened? Okay, cut to Cobra Commander's pissed off, and he's pissed off because the his uh, Cobra guys chasing Grunt lost their planes, and we've established the running gag that Cobra's broke and can't afford to lose vehicles, but they lose like a million vehicles every episode. Ha ha ha. So he says we got to find the city of Gold. Destro is just like yo, there's a city of gold around here, and I'm sort of just like, w- w- why were you even chasing Grunt? Why weren't you just looking for that the whole time? I don't know. He says the city of uh, city of gold's right here. We can we can two birds one stone. We can find Grunt, find the city of gold. Let's make it happen. Uh, cool. So they end up uh, uh, going into the cave where they find Pizarro and they find Grunt and uh, a stalactite gets shot, which then caves back in the th- cave again. So the narrative is still a little bit weird because the cave apparently opened back up again in 400 years and now it's closed again. I don't know. That's how that but works. That's how this caves is- work. Yeah, it's how caves work. That's fine. I mean, naturally occurring phenomenon. Cities of gold. Uh, if you find it, it's yours. That's the rule. Uh- <laughs> And then the Pargina, do you want to say what happens next? Because this is the raddest shit uh, in the episode. Yeah, so they so they send the bats in after Grunt, and Pizarro is just like, I'm going to possess this shit. Now I'm corporeal in an indestructible bat. And then yeah. he tells his men, yeah, fucking hop on in to the other bats. And now there's bat ghosts. Bat ghosts, dude. So, and not, not only that, Pizarro took a overkill from the Eliminator episode. We'll remember him. He's like the leader of the robot troopers and the one that became the Eliminator. And now Pizarro has taken over his spirit using like magic stuff. He doesn't really even bother to try to explain it. It's just, well, I'm going to do some dead guy stuff. And then it just poop. And then he happens. And, and I loved it. I love that. I love no explanation needed. Let's just continue the, continue the show. Yeah. This tracks to me. This is how ghosts work. Yep, I'm on board. Chan, uh, what of any of this do you have a problem with? This has all been rad so far. Yeah, I don't I don't see how you could possibly not think this was awesome. I don't <laughs> like uh, ghost possessing robots. It's just uh, I don't know, it's it's cheap. It's not my it's not my style, oh, you know. Uh-huh, just, uh, uh-huh. Too awesome for you. Yeah, it's a little too cool. He's a little too close to the sun and is afraid of getting burned. <laughs> I I just don't understand why uh, Grunt at this point is protecting the skeletons. Uh, like Pizarro's thing is what what's Pizarro trying to do? Is he he wants he wants the city of gold still right? Yeah, yeah possess I- it. Oh, so yeah, what? Why he, is Grunt just, helping him? No, he doesn't want anyone else to have it, but he's a right. ghost, so he, it's not like he's going to be able to actually have it. So basically, it's it's Grunt looking at who his two enemies are right now: mm-hmm. the the Cobra Commander and all of his guys who are trying to come in and murder him, or the relatively harmless ghosts who, even if they win, aren't gonna. They're not, it's not like they're gonna walk away with the gold. Yeah, they're basically Casper uh, and his friends. Uh, they're fine. And actually, what I appreciate here is opening scene happens, right? Grunt gets in a bad situation, and he makes a move, and he ends up in a better place. Pizarro sees an opportunity with Overkill coming towards him, knows his ghost powers after like 500 years almost, and so um, Pizarro a lot, a lot, makes a, a move. Ghosts showing up in his cave? Is that is that the lot, thing? He's been waiting for robots for 500 years, Chan, and he <laughs> finally got his chance. Okay. But um, uh, I love it. Be exceedingly stupid, and I would have been very pissed off if, in this moment, Grunt had had started to had turned against Pizarro because then he has double the enemy against him. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He's got he's got to stick with this crew. Sense. 
And he knows the Joes are coming to get him, so he needs to survive until that happens. If he then turned around and said to Bizarro, oh, you're a fucking monster. I'm going to try and smash your ghost skeletons and see what happens. Oh, also, Cobra is after me. That would have been exceedingly stupid, and I would have been very pissed off. Oh, me too. And Pizarro, like, Pizarro just wants Grunt to not get the city. And Grunt doesn't want the city. So he's got an out at any time. He'd just be like, okay, I'm going to go, deuces. And and then he's out. And then he's fine. So worst case scenario, if Grunt can get over with the ghost help, he's going to get out of this alive. And that's all he's trying to do at this point. Yeah. Plus, he can come back with an exorcist at any time. Any time he can bring the exorcist <laughs> to the door and she can claim that this house is clear. Fine, fine. I will allow it for now. (laughs) G.I. Joe will return after these messages. It's the G.I. Joe Crossfire and it's radio control. Crossfire! Crossfire rips through the sand. Crossfire! Crossfire leaps and lands. Ready for action! Dig it for traction! You control the crossfire from up to 70 feet. High gear for tracking Cobra. Shift to super speed for all out attack. Crossfire! Crossfire's taking on Cobra. The place it won't go for! G.I. Joe! The adventure of G.I. Joe radio controlled crossfire figures and other vehicles sold separately. Back to G.I. Joe. So we finally get the confrontation now. So Cobra Commander, uh, they come out of the cave, and Cobra Commander is now arguing with Pizarro, which was weird because Piz- uh, Pizarro nailed him like several times. He was I just actually calling love him out. this. I love everything about this because then then Grunt walks up and he says, uh, he says, hey, Commander, and then both Cobra Commander and Pizarro turn around. Good bit. Say, yes. That was, that was fair. Yeah. That was a good bit. Yeah, and so and so here we are. So there's a fight that happens now, and the bats kind of get whooped on, and then they start auto-repairing themselves, which I guess bats don't normally do. I swear we've seen them do similar things before, but... I don't think they have the presence of mind to do that. I think that, yeah. that the impressive thing is that, that, that the ghosts are basically like, oh, shit, I'll just put this arm joint back in here. And Cobra Commander's like, whoa, what? Yeah. Did they just become super sentient? I think well, they took uh, enough damage that in under ordinary circumstances, the bats would have just been dead, but they, um, uh, yeah, they, they re-coalesce, and uh, that's when they know something's wrong. Well, it's also because there's four bats. So we have the inverse bat theory working here that because there's more than one bat, they lower in power, and so right. they get blown out pretty hard, uh, which is cool. And I love the fact that Destro, who in how many different episodes has Destro been around ghosts? Like, maybe three that I can think of so far. Yeah. Stuff the top of my head. Destro immediately is like, it's a ghost. I believe it. Let's get moving. Yeah. He's like, I've got a house with a giant squid monster in a, in a well somewhere. So I know what's going on here. Yes. I have a Cthulhu as a pet. I know what's up. I'm out. And you know what, Chaney? I agree. Of course, this is Decare. This is not the Destro that we know. However, this is the closest. I think we've gotten to the Destro that we know outside of a line here or there. Might be. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. So yeah, Destro he's at least he's, I'm happy anytime he's in in this show and he's not groveling and stupid. Yeah, and this time he was pretty smart and he wasn't groveling, so I'm satisfied. He's competent in this episode. That's really all I'm asking for at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this okay, Cobra routes. So GI Joe now shows up, and I love this bit because GI Joe shows up, and the ghosts are like, "Kill them too," because we don't care. We want everybody out. And so, and Grunt's like, "Oh f." And so they go big boom, 
and uh, 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 they end up like getting one of their vehicles blown out. And then thankfully, Roadblock does this weird spin maneuver where he kicks the sand up all around him, which allows him to spin into his friends, thankfully getting them and not running them over and then driving away. But then they all just get captured by Cobra. And I'm not going to lie. This is a good cause and effect. And I enjoyed where this went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so they're captured right now. So, okay, cool. So G.I. Joe has been captured by Cobra. Cobra Commander comes back to talk to Pizarro because he's like, look, you're terrible. I'm terrible. We can make a thing happen here. <laughs> we can work out a deal. So he comes back carrying a literal white flag. And he says, I want to talk. For some reason, Pizarro's like, this guy seems reasonable. <laughs> well, he yeah. knows. Yeah, like recognizes like. Okay, yep, yep. He's like, you know, we can work together. So, and Grunt's, Grunt all of a sudden says, oh, I'm going to join Cobra now. As if anybody should, especially based on this happening 59 different times in the Deke era of a G.I. Joe mid-battle being like, oh, I'm Cobra now. And Cobra being like, great, come on board. Here's all our secret codes. I did not like that... Uh they had to make a point of him saying, Hey, uh, like making a phone call and saying, just so you know, I'm going to pretend to be a Cobra guy now. Yeah. So like, don't worry about it. It seems completely unnecessary. Very dumb. Uh, it's dumb I, down for I the audience. I guarantee you that was a network note. I am a hundred percent sure that they did oh. not have that in there. And then the network said, we're worried kids won't get it. And if you want kids to get it, you need to put this line in. But it's like two minutes between that yeah, not even. and, and not when even. he, uh, you know, uh, turns out he's still a Joe. Yeah. So but, like, but yeah, like seriously, because they, they either said you either have to like make it a bigger thing and, and stretch it out or you have to say he's got to make it clear. I, I am 100 percent sure this is a network note. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I mean, so no, they fan. say we've got all these G.I. Joe's here. And so we want you to <laughs> shoot a hole in the ground. This is a little bit weird to me. So he says, okay, well, Grunt, we want you to shoot a hole in the ground so that way that you can throw the Joes in it or something like that. I, no, I thought they were saying cave, like this structure that they're clearly hiding in, cave it in on top of on top well, that, of their heads. That was a jail. That wasn't like a hiding place. Like that was a, that was a we, makeshift prison. Yeah, but I, I assumed it was, I mean, wasn't it to, to collapse it on them? When did he say shoot at the ground? Well, he says shoot a hole in the ground so that way that it'll, it'll be a deep this hole. This is a laser cannon. That is the ground. What I want you to do is to use this to Jeez. blast a deep, deep pit in that so that once you have shoved your ex-friends inside, they'll be trapped for a very long time. That is Man. one of the most pathetic Cobra Commander uh, threats like ever. And first off, if it's that so is... important, he could have just done it himself <laughs> and oh. thrown Grunt in there and said, F this, who cares? I mean, it would have been way better if he had said, shoot a hole in the ground. That's where your friend's bodies are going to go. Okay. That's threatening. Yeah. Not Was all that... this like back talk about it. Was that a network note? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They wrote take it your own grave. They wrote it as and then lie down grave. in it. And then they said, okay, two notes, dumb it down, <laughs> and then maybe don't teach kids about digging their own graves. <laughs> you know? All of a sudden, bullies across the nation are like, I got an idea. <laughs> First, I need a laser cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately, and this is immediately, Grunt shoots the tree and uh, knocks it into the prison and into Cobra and things blow up and all the G.I. Joes get to escape and all the Joes run into the cave. Okay. 
So, oh, also a weird thing here, Cobra Commander, due to uh, obviously there's no animation mistakes in G.I. Joe. So he's got a skin hand. He's got a gloveless skin white guy hand for a while, which I thought was an interesting choice uh, for a colorist on this episode. And OK, so then there's a, they set a bomb uh, in order to uh, uh, get inside the cave and then they do a Destro earthquake kind of a thing. And they're going to power their way into the cave through the rubble. After G.I. Joe caved it back again, in, I, there's a lot of confusing things that happen in this cave. It's it's either caved in or not. It's Schrodinger's cave. It's whatever we need it to be in the moment. Let's keep going. So uh, uh, how do you feel about this direct approach? Because it seems to me that because you can see the sky when you're in the city of gold, that Cobra at any time could have gotten a flying vehicle and just flown in the other side and just dropped into the city. That Am I would crazy? Be, uh, that would be a good, good uh, yeah, use of their technology, <laughs> let's say. Because we know they have planes, and they have maps, and they have eyeballs to see things, and ha- yeah. and you know, so I would think they could just like you know go there and do the thing. Yeah, this cave system is I don't know a hundred feet end to end, so you know it's you wouldn't even long. need a map. You would just be like get it, get in that helicopter, fly yeah. uh, up a couple hundred feet, and then fly forward a couple hundred feet. Right, Boom, right. You're there. We'll, and if you look straight down, you'll see a lot of gold. I'm going to yeah. need you to dumb it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gina, I want you to take this laser cannon and shoot a hole in the ground. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. So Okay, listen. I did like this episode a lot. There are a handful of very... If if Here's the deal. If the City of Gold wasn't open air, basically none of my problems with this episode would, would be the case, right? Yeah. That's it's a, a problem. Real, real big one. Look, I, I again, if you're shooting like a 70%, you know, shot, I, that's fine for a decare episode. That makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, there you forget. There were things that we found ridiculous about Series 1 G.I. Joe. I that's do not narrative. forget. I do not forget. <laughs> this is another level. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird oversight. I don't know how that happened. If, if it was supposed to be indoors the entire time and the, and the animators just drew clouds and sky because they didn't know or didn't care. They were uh, used didn't a care. background. Didn't care. Yeah, well, I mean, probably uh, you need light so you can see the stuff and probably uh, you know, like if they had to draw it like in dark or something like that and like somehow light it, it was probably a lot more difficult and uh, someone said like, well, it's not like in 30 years some asshole 30, <laughs> 40 year olds will come looking at this and call us out on it. Let's just leave it. <laughs> But they were wrong. They, they were, were so, so wrong. So wrong. <laughs> uh, bless it all. Okay, so um, Grunt has a plan because this dude makes moves. I'm so impressed with Grunt. He's like, look, this is bad. Cobra's about to crush us. Now, granted, the same number of Cobras were repelled by uh, either all the G.I. Joes that are currently present independently or all the ghosts in the bat <laughs> helmets and the bat suits that uh, are also independently here. Our combined forces are no match for this group of Cobra. So independently, the Joes could win. Independently, the robots could win. But together, joining forces against Cobra... Or no, it's, okay, hold on. I take that all back. Because I forgot to mention, the the robots have joined Cobra. That's why it's a problem. So yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe is, is backed up into the cave. Which is what Grunt was trying to avoid from the beginning, Chan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, Chan. Also, uh-huh. I did appreciate that there was a bit I skipped over earlier when Pizarro had a whole speech about how this doesn't belong to the Incans because we found it. 
and we can take it. Therefore, it is ours. And I have now found the basis of libertarian thinking here in the year 2020. This is where it started. It started from this episode of this episode. Someone was watching it. A young Rand Paul was watching this episode and said, this this speaks to me. This Pizarro fellow. I wonder if I could make this a thing. I want to I hope he's listening right now because I want to tell him I'm going to punch him in the face. Who Pizarro or Rand Paul? (laughs) Is there a difference really? Uh, we have to deal with Rand Paul. That's the only difference. Between he, doesn't, he doesn't have that damn hat or maybe he does, but he doesn't wear it in public. Unless. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. He's also got, he's got uh, I don't know. He's also got the worst beard. The worst. You, you, nobody even not trying could get a worse uh, uh, quarantine beard than Rand Paul. I'll put uh, it out there, Rand Paul. You're on notice. Your beard is terrible. Look, oh, I'm not going to lie. Today, uh, I got sick of uh, pulling the uh, straps up over my uh, ears and then like sort of like it would like drag my beard up in the wrong direction so that I would pull it off. It would just be like sticking out like a, like a, there's a, there's a uh, ad for like Jack Black's fan page on Facebook right now. That's really irritating, but at least his <laughs> beard is like sticking out like four inches to the side. I'm like, I don't want to look like that. So I shaved off the sides down to just a little goatee looks 10 times worse. It is just, <laughs> I, I would argue that uh, as much as I don't like Rand Paul, I have a worse quarantine beard, and I don't know what to do about it. Just Fortunately, get rid of the everything. Of I mean, if you're if you're Chan. wearing a mask, it's oh gotta boy, be. oh no. Chan, I, I have your answer here because I've seen what your beard looks like not that long ago, um, and it's not all you got to do is, is you've got a very Lou Albano quality about it. So all you have to do is just put some rubber bands some rubber up in bands there. In. Yeah, no, and now Done you're that. good. Now you're mm. Super Mario. Mm. Oh, rubber bands are the worst possible thing for pulling out hair. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's That's why he out. did it. That's the whole it's point. It's style. It's a style, Chan. You can bring it back. Be the person to bring back Captain Lou Albano <laughs> rubber bands in your beard in the year 2020 in a quarantine. You'd be a hero. You would be a god dang hero. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tell you what. Uh, we get to $500 on the Patreon and we'll talk. Uh, put, Chan, it up bad put, it, put it up on the Patreon People as know, a level. Here's the thing. People know better because last time you promised to shave your head and didn't. So people know now not to take you at your word. Well, we didn't get that. We did not get whatever it was. The hundred, um, you know, reviews, yeah, which we should, we should have had by now. Quite frankly, if you're listening to this, you have not left us a five star review. Shame I, on you. I Go to was, iTunes. I thought we had hit it. I thought it was like 50 reviews. I thought we had hit it. And then it's 50 backed out. It was for Halloween, and we didn't get it before Halloween, so oh, I didn't feel too bad about caveats. that. Okay, guys, this year for <laughs> Halloween, quarantined Halloween. Jeez, <laughs> oh, quarantine Halloween. I'm going to trademark that right now. This uh, Chan will shave his head. Quarantine. This is quarantine. I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> Chan will shave his head and do Doctor Mindbender for quarantine Halloween. <laughs> oh, if we boy. can get to 100 Ooh. reviews by. Uh, October 30th. Chan, is this a thing you are willing to do? <laughs> I, will say, to I, I will say this. As out of shape as I was those many, low those many years ago, uh, and, and as much as I didn't want to uh, walk around topless for the entire evening, well, I mean, with a, with a cloak, but you know what I'm saying, with my gut hanging out like that, <laughs> it's so much worse now that I have a kid. That it's should so give much you a worse reason to do it quarantine i've been baking cookies and <laughs> and banana loaves 
and you said you've been losing weight. Of... Oh wait, no, that was Ray. That was Ray. That was I've been not... losing weight. It's great. <laughs> oh great! Uh, now Gina, do you not? Uh, can you not distinguish our voices anymore? <laughs> Just like people who walk, listen. I join, mean, join the people. That was, considering that was over Facebook chat, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She can't even tell our names apart. That's how bad it is. <laughs> <coughs> oh lord okay so here we are gi joe's trapped in the cave and here come the ghosts and the cobra thank you i messed that up here we go uh he grunt making a move says i'm gonna summon the incan guardian uh who wrecked faces 500 years ago he's gonna do it again he hits the coin and sure enough here he comes our deus ex machina the incan freaking guardian gina tell me about this call drogo adonis of a man first of all he comes out to some pretty dope panpipe music <laughs> he's got entrance music yeah like like it's i was awesome. like oh this is this is i mean it's it's i my expectations of deke era gi joe are so low that i was like oh okay. hey, you get it zamfir yeah i was like oh they actually like did some did some sort of research and paid someone to make some music wait oh, that was are you that was library that- music there's no way Aztec uh, music was panpipes. <laughs> Everybody knows it. The druids of the Aztecs <laughs> used panpipes. I'm saying at least and they glockenspiels. Tried something. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, okay. So their research so got as far tried. as. <laughs> Gina, what can you tell us about the staff that's shooting out uh, lasers? Because you took a screenshot of it to give to us to Look, check out. That he is holding a straight up gold penis. There is no way those illustrators did not know what they were doing. He holds a gold penis directly at a man's face, and then it shoots shit out onto that guy's face. Actually, it goes the opposite way. It sucks it in. Uh, all the all the ghosts oh, are like uh, uh, getting yanked out of the robots and being sucked into the giant gold penis. But when uh, you freeze crazy. frame it, you can't tell if it's coming in or going out of the gold penis. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, he fillets the uh, ghosts out of the bats mm-hmm. and puts them in the penis. Mm-hmm. And now it's a, a grunt versus Pizarro. Awesome. I'm into it. And uh, grunt goes over. I mean, obviously. And Pizarro is defeated. And the Incan spirit says, yo, uh, do you guys promise not to take my stuff? And G.I. Joe's like, yep. And Cobra, I don't know. They just left. Who cares? <laughs> uh, they're, they're done in this episode anyway. So uh, he says, you, we not take my stuff. And G.I. Joe goes, yep. And so he goes, great. And he leaves, which seems very trusting of people you just met. Uh, he can tell. He's, he's had, he's had uh, many years. I well, would believe you, you know if these how... people weren't all white people. <laughs> Except yeah. for Roadblock, I guess. But a bunch of whiteies coming in and he's going to trust them? I don't know. I mean, experience would suggest that It'll turn out fine. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, right. Am yeah, I right? No. Everything and everything turned out just fine. Well, that's Native what I also Americans here. have never had that never. problem with white people. So. No, they trusted white people and then they were no. done solids and now have their own land and territory rent free in America, <laughs> mm-hmm. a country mm-hmm. we obviously found first. They yes. just trusted the wrong white people. That's right. Granted, uh-huh. all the white people were the wrong white people at that era. Yes. Don't worry about that. Liberals liberals back then were just like, just shoot them once. Don't skin them. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, uh, yeah. It's a bad time. It's a bad time for people is what I'm trying to get to. 
<laughs> Cutting that. Okay, so... <laughs> So we cut to the future. Now, the Golden City is now a park in Peru. They have given it to the people of Peru who, weirdly enough, and I would have thought their first move would be tear it down <laughs> and, make, and corruptly take the money. Instead, they have turned it into a national park, and now everybody and all the kids can go visit it, and it is a cool place to be. Huzzah. Yeah, and like any good... Um you know, historical monument or whatever made out of gold, it will definitely be safe there. <laughs> safe there Nobody forever. will take no anything from nope. this city <laughs> of gold. Look, they obviously have, I mean, any museum has, has, uh, has, you know, uh, valuable crap in it. Or how about ropes? Most museums have ropes, and this they is apparently people just wandering through. Like had it's already gone through a metal detector. It had less security than Disneyland, is all I'm saying. <laughs> These people <laughs> are coming right up. It actually has the highest security. So, yeah, uh, Chan. And it has less than <laughs> Disneyland. Does Disney is Disneyland covered literally in gold? Yes. I actually would say yes to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, what, nope. Is this like a metaphor of like children's love is gold or something? Yeah, the laughter of children is more important than gold. Mm, here's the thing: uh, my kid laughs all the effing time, and you know what? Kind of rather have gold. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Most days, rather have gold. I, my question is: How many times does that Incan spirit get summoned a day? Because there's nothing around the giant coin just that prevents smack, everyone smack, from bong, just touching bong. it. The pamphlet's going 24-7, nonstop. Like, the 19th time in the same day, he's like, guys, don't effing touch the the coin. Put a rope around it, for God's sakes. I'm tired. That's all I'm saying. He got to be be a statue made of gold. He can deal with it. (laughs) I mean, he did get to be a statue made of gold. So maybe that's, that's where his spirit is now, and he has to, like, he quit his day job. You know, this is his retirement, maybe. Being in yeah. a statue full of gold. But I guess also, like, we've seen Cobra in this world. They don't, they steal from museums all the time. Yeah. Like, nothing is stopping Cobra, who knows exactly where this is, from coming back in the middle of the night when they're closed and just taking all the stuff. No, we've established that they never repeat a plan, even even no matter how clever the plan was, you they know never what? repeat it. It's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, all their plan would have to be now is to take a helicopter fly over, drop down and pick up some of the damn solid gold statues and fly away. They haven't shown a, a proficiency for doing that. They don't. What was they that don't, word? What was that word? Uh, uh, propensity and proficiency both changed in midstream and it became, <laughs> it became a little hybrid. We'll call it. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> and that's our show. El Dorado in the city of gold, a win. I put this as a straight up win. Yeah, we all three Joe of us loved it. Thank nope. You. Chan came around finally it. and he I loves am. it. Yeah. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm the minority report in this. I'm the one <laughs> weird shaved head girl who like drops the black ball or I don't. Is that a thing from the movie? I don't. I just remember Tom Cruise <laughs> doing the thing in the air and then like jumping from cars. And that's it. She's in. No, you would be in a in a pool of goo. So you're saying yeah, you want to no. be a, you want to be a, with a shaved head and a pool of goo. We can arrange that for for a hundred <laughs> reviews. One hundred reviews. Chan will be a shaved pool of goo for Halloween <laughs> Again, and quarantine. 
I don't I don't want to keep bringing up my kid, but I am literally covered in spit 90% <laughs> of the day. So just shaving my head wouldn't it is a very small step. I mean, there it is. There it is. So if you want to see Chan shave his head, be Dr. Mindbender, and then do a quick change to become a pile of goo this Halloween, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Make it I happen. promise I will drop my black balls everywhere, all over the place. <laughs> Thank Put you. Put them on everything. Whatever you need. I got I just, I, I picture Chan being like the dissenting opinion in a Supreme Court case where he's like, and here's why El Dorado in the Cities of Gold was not that good an episode. <laughs> Oh, I like this. Made it all Clark the way Chan. to the Supreme Court. They are really hurting for cases. Yeah. Uh, I'm the the Ruth Bader Ginsburg here. You all are John Roberts and Clarence Thomas. No so. way. I'm Sotomayor. No, you wish you were Sotomayor. Sotomayor would have thumbs down this episode no, wholeheartedly. No, she would use a logical argument. And she would have said, she would have said this, this, yes, this episode is good. It makes sense. Yeah, she would have been all. What did you say about Mesoamericans? <laughs> so we all loved it. So guys, we have a little bit of contact information right now. You can always hit us up. We've talked about it before, but give us a five star review on iTunes because we deserve it. Uh, we need more. Honestly, we'd like to we'd like to talk about them on the air. And like, I would really like to get to a hundred to really force Chan to do this thing. I'll do it, <laughs> and and he'll do it. I know he'll do it. If we get to 100, but we got to get to 100. So, guys, step step your games up. Let's do the thing. We're at, I think, 63 as of this moment. So give we us We have 63 more. reviews? All right. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, you can also hit us up on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Join our Facebook group for fun and mirth and some postings and fun stuff on there. You can also hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. $5 a month gets you access to our secret bonus vault where you can get episodes early before they hit the feed, as well as extra bonus episodes, as well as the catalog of the full catalog of our show, which is like about, I'd have to check again, but it's about like 800 episodes in Dang. that feed. Okay, it's like 400 episodes, but that's still a lot. Dang. I don't know why I said 800. Why do I need... There are so many. Why did I need to feel to lie about it? What's, Every, what's Everyone your, adds four inches. So, guys, I'm looking at it right now. 377 episodes in the feed. That's a lot. Okay. You, you could that's listen to all of them, and, and uh, quarantine will be over by the time you get done. So oh, yeah, You can listen to them it. in order, and, and quarantine you know, will be like, over. Uh, pass the time. Like if each one's like an hour, three hundred and seventy-seven episodes. How many days is that? That's like five days, two days, a day. So, so many. an afternoon. It's a lot of time, is what I'm trying to say. Quarantine will probably it's be over. More, it's more than that. It's it's uh. It's like a couple. It's of like weeks, a day and a half. A few weeks. A few weeks of nothing but us. And if that doesn't help you get through quarantine, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, if you're lonely in quarantine, fill your life with our voices. I mean, why would you not want to? I mean, we're a delight. It's true. <laughs> Otherwise, you can hit up our social media. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. Also, check out Prez Serpentor at Prez Serpentor with a Z. What's Prez Serpentor alternate- been up to? Oh, he's actually having a very, very uh, difficult time with the quarantine. He refuses, if you can believe this, to take any uh, any uh, uh, responsibility for what's happened to this nation when he decided to fly his chariot around instead of actually like solving the problem. And now everyone's in quarantine. Thankfully, he's found a way to uh, blame the previous administration. What? Uh, How does he feel about? Is he is he wearing face masks outside? 
Oh, he refuses. He refuses. He figures he has a snake cowl, so therefore face masks are unnecessary. <laughs> Fair. So that that explains that. It makes sense. So check check out Prez Serpentor on Twitter. Uh, otherwise, individually. Oh, you guys have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Unicorn eh. Season 2 is coming back. Uh, it will be a while before you see it on your TV, but you can watch the the first season on CBS.com for free. So get caught up on the first season, and by the time you're done with that, second season will be ready to go. Boom. Ooh. So we want you to watch all of CBS.com or CBS app, and you watch all the Unicorn, and then you listen to every single episode in our Patreon feed, and quarantine will be over. Yay. Or at least it'll be time for season two of the unicorn. Yep. Yep. And you don't need to pay for CBS all access. You can just get it for free on CBS.com. Oh, really? Because I pay for it. Well, then you're you're ahead of the game. I got to figure out how to watch Twilight Zone. Oh, you know how you can do that? You can pay for the CBS app. I refuse. (laughs) So individually, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gene Ippy. And thank you so much for listening. We want you to have a great time. In fact, I want your time to be golden. Is that supposed to be like the show we just watched? Really? Like it's it's not just good. It's golden. He wants the, he wants everyone to be golden penis shaped weapon. I kind of do. He wants everybody sucked up in the golden penis. <laughs> yeah, this tracks. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. Guttingthesacredcow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.